Okay, we're dedicating this Shir, Le'ilu Nishmas. Mark Hershkowitz says, Mom, who recently passed away, Bli Masara, Bas Kalman Ruvin. Okay, let's get a little lumdish for old time's sake. So this week's Parsha, Parsha's Truma, right in the beginning, we have a whole list of materials that would be needed for the Mishkan in the Midbar. <clears throat> so we need gold, silver, copper, and Atzei Shitim, which is cedar wood, to build the Mishkan. <clears throat> so right in the beginning, Rashi asks, where did they have cedar wood in the middle of the desert when they left Egypt? And he says that Yaakov saw in Ruach HaKodesh that they would need cedar wood when they built the Mishkan. So he actually brought cedar wood with him from Israel down to Mitzrayim. And he told his children, when they leave, they should bring <clears throat> that cedar wood with them so they'd be able to build the Mishkan. So Ra Rashi kind of keeps it brief <clears throat> in the beginning of the parsha when he talks about the cedar wood. Then later on in the parsha, when we're getting a little nitty gritty with the construction of the Mishkan, when it comes time for the beams, the crushing, the good old crushing. So here Rashi really expounds on this cedar wood situation. And he says, why does, why does the Pasuk say the Asisa es ha crushin? And you should make the crushin with that hey, the hey hayadia. So Rashi says, it's those crushin, it's those cedar woods, those cedar trees that Yaakov Avinu brought down to Mitzrayim many years earlier. And he really is Myrich over here. And um, it, it's pretty clear that the reason that the cedars were brought down is for the crushing, even though there were other materials or other items in the Mishkan that also required cedar, like the inside of the Aron and the Shulchan also were made out of cedar wood. Um, but here specifically by the crushing, Rashi is really Myrich. He brings a bunch of Gemaras and a Tankhuma, and he also brings uh, Psukim from Nach, where he um, really gets into the cedar wood. Yaakov Avinu Nata Arazan, the Mitzrayim, he actually planted, he brought saplings to Egypt, and he, he goes on and on. So the, the, the question is, first of all, if the main reason that we um, plant the cedars are for the Krushim, so why does Rashi, why does Rashi repeat it twice? He says it in the beginning and he says it here. Again, these questions aren't so strong. The point is to bring out the brisker lumdis that's following. Um, but the point is Rashi says it twice. He says it in the beginning generally, and then he goes into way more detail by the Krushim. So there, there, there seems to be a need more for the crushing to have these cedar woods that, that Yaakov brought down. The other question is, there were, there were a lot of other materials that were perhaps hard to find in Mitzrayim, all different types of fabric and textile. And you can say that Egypt was a wealthy country and the Jews easily plundered all that stuff, you know, like the imperial purple wool and the cashmere and the copper and the gold. Um, but, you know, it, it, it is possible that they didn't have enough. Why are we not curious? They needed a tremendous amount of all these uh, a very diverse amount of materials. Why only by the cedars did Yaakov Avinu have this foresight? Oh, let me bring down cedar wood. I mean, they're building this massive mishkan out of 30 different materials. Why didn't it occur to him to bring anything else down? So I heard a really lumdish approach from a former rabbi of mine, Rabbi Cinnamon from Kahal B'nai Torah on Avenue K. I used to live near that shul and I would enjoy uh, his, his little lumdish uh, shiurim. Um, so anyway, he explains this from, from the famous question of the Beis Yosef of why we light eight days of Hanukkah if really there was enough oil for one day. We know that famous question. So he brings an answer from Rav Chaim Brisker who says that there's a din in Hanukkah oil that it has to be Shemen Zayas. It has to be olive oil. 
Now, what happened the first day when the oil in the cup went down? Because there was enough for one day. So the oil in the cup went, went down. You would think the miracle was that the cup refilled itself. Says Rav Chaim, that would not be okay. Because if the cup refills itself, sefelt in Shemin Zayis, it would not be considered Shemin Zayis. So the miracle was that the oil didn't even go down, or it went down a very tiny amount, so that there was still a din of Shemin Zayis in the remaining oil in the cup. And every day of Hanukkah, there was Shemin Zayis. So Rav Chaim says, that's why we keep eight days, because even the first day was a miracle that we were able to maintain that label or that title of Shemin Zayis, and the oil didn't go down and refill itself. That would have been pretty cool too. That would have been a huge miracle if the cup goes down and refills, but then we would have been lacking in Shemin Zayis. So Rabbi Sinaman said that his Rebbe, Rav David Soloveitchik, when he heard this vark in the name of Rav Chaim, his grandfather, he said, there's no way that Rav Chaim said it that way. It can't be. Because there's a famous Gemara in Menachas that says that one time during the second Beis HaMikdash, they were running really low on wheat. <laughs> Not on wheat, on flour, on, on chitim. They didn't have enough flour for the Menachos and, and the Lechem Apanim. So the Gemara says, Yardu chitim ba'avim. It started raining wheat from the clouds. It was a miracle. So they had enough wheat for the menachos and for the lechem hapanim. So Rav David Soloveitchik asked, why, why, why wasn't that a problem? Why don't we say that it's lacking in lechem or it's lacking in mincha or it's lacking in soilas? If you want to bring fancy words from, from the Torah and say that when God creates it, when God creates the oil, it's not shem and zayis. So say when God rains down wheat from heaven, it's not lechem. It would be lacking in the title of lechem apanim or, or soilas, mincha. So therefore, if David Soloveitchik tweaks his Zaydi Zvart and says, Rav Chaim didn't mean that it would be lacking in Shem and Zayis. That wouldn't be an issue. When Hashem creates something, he, he, it, it retains its title. If God creates oil, it's Shem and Zayis. The issue is when there's a process required in that item. And when it, came, when it comes to oil for the menorah, it requires a process called kasis lamer that it's specifically crushed for the, the, the olives are crushed in order to have oil. So Rav David explains it was lacking in kasis lamar. That's what Rav Chaim meant. So therefore the nase was that the oil didn't go down, the oil stayed. And therefore every day we were able to have that din of kasis lamar and it was appropriate for the menorah. <coughs> so Rabbi Sinaman explains based on this, we could understand Rashi, why Rashi made such a big deal, dafka by the Krushim and not by the Aron and by the Shulchan, of why Yaakov Avinu had to bring down cedar trees. Because by the Krushim, there is a process involved in using those cedars for beams. It says, that the cedars have to be upright. And, and the Gemara explains that means, which means you can't lie them horizontally like you're building a log cabin. They can't be upside down. They have to be put in to the construction of the Mishkan the exact way that they grow which means they can't be horizontal and they can't be upside down. It doesn't sound like a big deal, but there is a din of derech kidilasan. So, so Rabbi Sinaman wanted to explain, as far as all the other materials that would have been needed from the Mishkan, maybe they would have fallen from the sky. There, there were many miracles in the desert. Mun fell from the sky, they had the be'er. There were so many miracles that happened. We saw during the Beis HaMikdash period, they needed wheat, it fell out of the clouds. If they were running low on cashmere or copper or gold or anything else, it could have popped out of a rock or just appeared in a stream that wouldn't have been a big deal and nothing would have been lacking in that item because none of those items required a specific process. But when it comes to Atzei Shittim for the Krushim, which have to grow in a certain way and then you take it and install it into the construction of the Beis HaMikdash, if those cedar trees would have just fallen out of the sky, then it, it would have been lacking in Derech Gedilasan. I guess now I'm thinking you can ask, like Hashem could have made a miracle that they would have just grown, but okay, let's, let, let, let's put that aside. 
Um, but anyway, and just to just to finish off, um, it's specifically by the Krushan that you need derech gedilas, and it doesn't say that it, it doesn't say that um, it doesn't say ate shitim by the aron or by the sholchan. Okay, that's it.